0: Hey everyone, welcome to another CornerCast podcast. I am your host, Khalil, here at casterscorner.com. Uh, this week was what was supposed to be New York Comic Con. And past few years, it just has gotten, um, they have a lot of fun stuff and it gives a lot of people here in on the East Coast an opportunity to have access to some of those things, but it doesn't hold a candle to San Diego Comic Con and, um... Yeah, so it was, um, it's always, it was kind of one of those things where on Thursday somebody mentioned, oh, New York Comic Con this weekend, and I mean, honestly, the way this year's been going, I haven't really, um, even thought about it, really, um, to be honest with you, I didn't apply for a badge, because, I mean, there really wasn't a point, um, I mean, it was just gonna get us on press lists, and I'm not sure the stuff that they would have sent us, we would have covered, um, but uh in years past when we do go we usually cover Hasbro and we did PulseCon um and we did the interview DJ and I did the interview with Bobby Valla to talk all things um you know GI Joe and Action Force so it was great to do that um but uh this time uh so New York Comic Con came came and went and There was, you know, there was a decent amount of news that came out of it. We're seeing a lot of companies kind of do their own thing, participate in some ways um, with the festivities, but um, not as active. Um, And they're kind of doing their own thing. And so I thought it would be a good moment to take some time and talk to somebody who is one of our friends in the industry um, and has always been really supportive uh, in everything we do. I've known Zacho from Diamond Select Toys for probably close to as long as I've been working on, um, the website itself. And you hear me say a little bit of, um, uh, my first meeting with Zach and, uh, you know, we kind of just go through it. We talk a little bit about, um, who he is, where he kind of started off. We talk a little bit about Toy Fair Magazine. We get a little bit inside baseball about Mini Mates, um, but I don't think anybody will mind that. Um, uh, like he said, there's you know a lot of stuff coming and really excited for it. And I mean, I think he said he shares a disappointment when things don't get made, just like we do. Um, and uh, we've seen with the Muppets line, you know, there's a chance. There's always a chance. So, um, hopefully we'll get Rizzo the rat. I keep asking for Rizzo. Um, but Zach is such a great guy. So, um, we spent about an hour talking all about things, um, from diamond to what's being released to, um, his experience coming up in the toy world and working for toy Fair magazine and then eventually becoming, um, part of Diamond Select Toys. So, um, you can follow them, um, Diamond Select Toys at diamondselecttoys.com. They're also on Facebook at Diamond Select Toys and on Twitter. I mean, on, uh, Instagram, uh, collect DST. Um, they are also on Twitter. Um, and they post a lot and Zach's usually the one that's answering questions. Uh, so at least you'll know the voice, um, behind that. Um, and they are collect, uh, at collect on Twitter. Um, so make sure you go give them a follow. Um, they're very responsive to questions. Um, so please, you know, questions, comments, feedback, um, constructive feedback is always a good thing. Um, and let them know what you want to see, uh, cause you never know what you're going to get and so uh yeah so thank you all for supporting the podcast and the website remember to follow us we're at casters corner on twitter on facebook on instagram um and snapchat i'm not snapchat uh tiktok that's the new thing um i gotta get working on that um remember to subscribe rate review share our podcast um we are on apple uh podcast now not itunes anymore um but you'll find us in the um find us in the podcast section of your favorite podcast streamer. Um, So thank you very much for all the support. And uh, without further ado, it is myself. It is Zach Oat from Diamond Select Toys um, talking our virtual kind of New York Comic-Con 2020. So enjoy, everybody. Thanks. I was going through... Um, just kind of because I have this very vague memory of like my first toy fair and remember seeing you walking into a room and it was like it for me it was like a rock star moment like it was one of my first ones <laughs> i i have had this conversation with other people when I've bumped into them and and um uh you know it's been kind of that thing where they're like dude, I'm just like one of the guys like I just i like toys but for me it was like my first toy fair and I knew that you worked for toy fair magazine and the idea of seeing you walk into a room, it kind of made me feel like, Oh no, like I'm in the game now. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm in the place where people that make toys or are work in the industry, like I'm in, I'm one of them. Like I'm one of you guys. Um, and little do I know how much I didn't know at that point. So, um, so I was going through, um, a blog that you were writing that was just talking about everything. Like it, it, it brought me back to the days of like when I was doing my first blog. Um, and it was, it was interesting cause it's, I, I think we, we as, um, uh, fans of things and collectors, um, I think we have like a, a different perception of how things go. So it's always interesting to see and talk to the people that actually are in the know. And and I know that my uh, perception of the comic book world and and the toy world has changed because of that reaction. So I don't remember what the blog was. Like, I just know it was like, I saw your artwork. um, I saw your blog. Um, I remember uh, one of them stood out. You were talking about Smallville. And it was like, oh, I talked about Smallville. So it's like those moments where it's like, Oh, no, they're like everybody – it's like a movie – it was a rock star <laughs> moment. It was a movie star moment. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I just – I'm interested to hear, like, how you got into things um, because we're both from Connecticut. You know, you went to school here. Um, so how did you get into this whole – like, what drove you to, to get into the world of toys? Like uh,
1: – You know, I, I got – I, got, I you know, grew up collecting Transformers and G.I. Joe and um, not He-Man, but uh, um, that was pretty much it, G.I. Joe and Transformers, but um, and not Star Wars either, which is crazy, but uh, I got out of it in high school, you know, mm-hmm. um, didn't think it was cool. I watched, still watch cartoons all the time, but I didn't really buy a lot of toys, um, and then uh, in college, for some reason, I had a car, and I would go to kb and i would uh i would uh, see what they had and i would get like cheap stuff um you know the markdown you know three for ten dollars you know i get all sorts of crazy figures um every now and then i'd buy like a big 12-inch or darth vader or something like that and uh and when it came to the end of you know and i was still reading wizard magazine and reading comics all the time um that whole time pretty much and uh when i got to um the end of my junior year I was like oh hey maybe I can get an internship at Wizard uh, and I applied for an internship um, before my summer after my junior year uh, this is it I was in school in Middletown at Wesleyan and then um, I didn't hear back from them I didn't hear back from them until the following year after my uh, at the end of my senior year and uh, they said do you still want an internship and I said I'd rather have a job um, and so after working um, for a really small toy company uh, in Rhode Island for the summer, um, uh, which was run by a friend of the family. Um, they invited me for an interview, um, for a copy editor position at Toy Fair. Um, you know, I'd applied for, I'd said, Hey, I, you know, I'm interested in wizard, but I hadn't really thought about Toy Fair. I'd picked up like a couple issues here and there, um, in college. And, uh, they were on issue like 20 something at the time. And, uh, I went in and after a really awkward interview and, uh, meeting the staff and everything like that, they hired me, and I moved to Congress, New York, and uh, started in, you know, kind of a lowly member of staff, but uh, worked my way up to editor. Uh, I was there for like nine years.
0: So what was that like um, for you to to be an editor of the magazine that was Uh, I don't think I've talked to anybody that's done a lot of stuff like this about critiquing things in the industry um, or making light of things in the industry um, on such a large stage.
1: We tried not to do a lot of criticism because, you know, at the end of the day, we wanted all these companies to debut stuff with us and, you know, give us exclusives. And, you know, we were trying to beat the, whatever the internet was at the time, we were trying to beat it. You know, this is, I started in 1999 and I left around 2008. Um, so there was an internet and, you know, there were message boards and there were toy news sites. And, you know, when they got stuff that we didn't have, you know, we were upset. And, uh, you know, um, we tried to make the toy companies hold on to stuff until after we ran it. Um, but that was, you know, we had, they'd have to sit on it for like a month. Um, so um, we tried not to criticize too much. We didn't do like reviews. Um, we just showed off the new stuff. You know, we were excited about all of it, or at least most of it. Um, and, you know, we would uh, make do the funny word balloons, but not really to make fun of the product, more to just poke fun at the characters or maybe the pose every now and again uh, for the f- press photography. Um, and then, you know, it was just, you know, our, our write-ups were humorous, but uh, we tried not to make fun of product or anything like that. Um, and uh, Twisted Toy Fair Theater was you know we had fun with the toys, but that we weren't really making fun of them. Um, you know we might have been making fun of the characters, but uh, most of that was old toys anyway or custom toys, so it wasn't even a problem with like you know necessarily using new toys. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of vintage stuff.
0: Um, what do you think kind of separated you guys from the other ones? Because there was. Is it action figure and Tom arts and cause those are more like industry. Um, I remember picking those up in you know, borders or, or whatever store was around at that point, like looking for those toy magazines that showed off stuff. Um, what do you think kind of separated you guys from that?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, it really was a sense of humor probably. I'm sorry. That's no, okay.
0: it's part of the fun of making a podcast.
1: I'm so sorry. I can't get it to shut off.
0: It's okay. I can talk for a second. Um, because I think, I think the, the thing that really struck me was like, I remember discovering those, um, those magazines like really early. I still, I actually found a few in my basement um, and just like looking at them because they were, they were like trade. They were like the things that you looked at, but like there wasn't, it was just fun. It was, it was the internet before the internet for us. Like it was like where you got to see things and then toy fair, um, kind of changed it because it felt a little more mainstream. Like it was, you were able to kind of, um, it was like the cool magazine or like the one that you can find in a lot of different places. Like you didn't have to hunt for toy fair necessarily. Like if you went to a comic shop, you would find it. Um, but the other ones, like I remember having to hunt those down, um,
1: so i don't know i would find them in barnes and noble and uh whenever i saw one i'd pick it up i think we even subscribed for a little while to to both of them so we would get them in the in the office um, we like to see what they were covering we liked like to see what they had that was you know that we didn't have um they also put out a lot of you know exhaustive guides to stuff which was um you know some of them were pretty handy um uh, we would look at them and 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 uh we put together our own photo guides sometimes um took a little different out of package approach but um but you know it was interesting to see what they covered and what was good they they focused on a lot of vintage toy lines we focused on a lot of new toy lines um but they had their uh they had their you know each one of them had their strengths you know we read Lee's, we read tom arts and um it was uh you know it it, it was we knew kind of knew who they were you know so you'd see them at shows but um you know we we weren't like really on like chatty basis basis with them
0: I think that's i think that's kind of where like my class of um of reviewers internet like i don't know websites kind of learned things like it was it was weird it's like at the beginning nobody talked to each other in those rooms like when we go to toy fair we wouldn't we weren't we weren't chatty we weren't talking to each other um and it's been fun the last like two years or so that a lot of us, or at least I'm trying to foster that feeling of like, Hey, like we all like toys, like the internet kind of equalizes a little bit. And it's not so much about like, I got to get the story up. I got to rush back to the hotel. I can't share things with you. Like we're trying to be, at least I am with a a few different sites that we're trying to be a little more collaborative where it's like, Hey, you do this really well okay, I'll share this out. And, hey, I do the podcast, so if you want to come on and promote your stuff, like, come on and promote your stuff. Um, so it's really interesting to kind of see that shift of, like... It, I mean, journalism, for for one thing, of, like, the idea of, like, just, you know, content is, like, there's an audience that's big enough for us to share um, that I like to see has grown or changed over the years. Um, so...
1: Yeah, no, I see uh, sites working together and being friends with each other and, you know, like, you know, one site will refer me to another site that's doing their own thing, you know, they're friends, you know, uh, people who are friends, they each run their own channels and they, you know, they, they talk to each other and I see them retweeting each other and, um, you know, like complimenting each other on their posts and commenting and um, it's cool to see that because um, I don't know if there really was that back in the day, Um you know I, we felt the competition with the mag with the other magazines and we felt that competition with the websites and you know when we identified when we saw a, a reporter we knew from a, we, a website you know it was usually like oh that guy you know that guy's always always getting the drop on us um but uh, um yeah no it's it's good to see there is more of a camaraderie and community nowadays but honestly i think a lot of that is um you know, is 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 the internet just what the internet is? Everybody's more connected and more, you know, more able to go back and forth with each other and and establish a community, which I don't think really existed at the time. There were you know the message boards; they established communities, but in terms of like, you know, different, you know, the fewer toy sites that there were, all talking to each other, it wasn't really, you know, a thing. If you started a toy website, it was something you were you know really serious about. But nowadays, anybody can start a website and anybody can can you know do their own take on toys which is great um so uh you know you can have a fun you know something you do for fun you can do it as a hobby um without too much upkeep so you know it's it, there's a lot more people and there's a lot and a lot more people who aren't so serious about it i mean like i don't mean serious like they're not serious about it like they they're amateurs but like not serious where they they don't care uh as much if somebody gets something uh or the, you know they 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 think it's cool if somebody else finds something and they're willing to share it and talk about it.
0: oh we still care <laughs> i hate to say we still care i think I, I was gonna say one of the things is like this this idea of collecting or the idea of like getting something specific um definitely breeds competition um between people because it's like you want it first like you want to have it um but the nice thing is, I think we've, I think we're coming around where it's like, um, for the most part, I think a lot of us are just happy to share what we find. Um, I think there still is competition. I think there still is the feeling of like, oh yeah, no, I don't, I, I don't like to see that they got it first or they got a sample or they got this or they got that. I think, I think there are still those moments. Um, I know I certainly have them. Um, just from like a, because. I think my perspective has changed So seeing when people don't have the same perspective in some ways um, of community, it's disappointing. But I think, I, I, and and I think that goes back to those early, I can feel that feeling of those early days of like going like, no, no, I got to go back to the hotel. I got to publish these pictures um, and get them up before this guy. Um, so I think it's just kind of, it's interesting. It's interesting to hear that it, it goes back to, to the magazine days too. Um, what was it like for you to kind of see that like trend change as far as like when you were publishing like a, a published magazine and then watching kind of the internet kind of pop up? Um, like what, what was that like for you as far as like, um, being the editor and kind of seeing that trend like shift for you?
1: Um, we definitely saw more people, you know, scooping us as the years went on, um, on the websites. And we actually started a forum um, towards the end of my run, um, where you know the, the the editors expected us to go on and um, talk to people, you know, uh, and uh, and you know establish a community and chat with them and, and uh, make them want to come back and, and and interact with us. Uh, and I will admit that I don't know if I really did it that much. Um, it was still new to me, and I I I it was like. I didn't see it as a chore, but I saw it as a, you know, responsibility. And I, I, I probably shirked it a little bit. Um, but, uh, um, and then I got out of the business for like a couple of years. Um, and I don't want to say everything was different when I came back, but, uh, I worked in like an internet at a, at a website. First of all, after I left toy fair went digital, um, Mm -hmm. at some point, um, I'm not sure exactly when, after I left, they definitely put out a bunch of issues without me, but then they, they converted to a digital only magazine. But I worked on a website uh, called television without pity for a couple of years doing movie reviews and um, blogging and humor, humor writing and stuff like that. So I got to know our forums and I got to know, um, you know, the internet and, and feeling my way around it and seeing what other people were writing and um, and just blogging in general, which you know it wasn't really my format you know at the time we didn't write stuff for the internet we would put up like extended interviews of stuff that was in the magazine we put up like longer ones on the website but for the most part you know we were entirely paper mm-hmm. um but uh, after spending a couple years on the internet i had a bit more of an uh, understanding of how things worked you know um uh, when i came back to diamond um who was looking for a, a press person um So, so I definitely had a, had some good on the job training for, for the internet. Um, when I came back, um, so that was 2008 to 2000 and like 11, 2010, I think.
0: Yeah. Like I think that that was, um, one of our first, like, I I think I I had seen you and I I knew you worked for diamond, but I think one of the first interactions that I can remember us actually having was at San Diego comic-con one year, and I had found the MiniMates uh, Masterworks, um, the the master, they did the, the MiniMate database. I got into MiniMates, and then I got found the database, and then um, I saw you were posting on their their message boards, like you were answering questions, and it really struck me because at that point, at least in in toys, um, no other companies were doing that. Like they were doing interviews here and there. Um, and they would let some sites, um, ask questions or submit questions to the marketing team, but nobody was actually answering questions in kind of real time or interacting with fans, um, in a very honest way. And I remember walking up to you and I thought, I think you thought I was joking, um, because I'm like, I I really find it refreshing. And you kind of looked at me and you go, what do you mean refreshing? (laughs) I was like, well, no, it's, it's nice. Like I really enjoy like when people ask, like, "Oh, are you going to make this?" and you're like, "No, that's not going to happen," I think you and Chuck have been very, like, honest in your Q and As and things. Um, and it's something we don't. I think we're seeing more now um, with a lot of different toy companies. Um, but then it wasn't even, you know, I don't know, eight nine years ago. I don't think it was really a thing. Um, so it actually showed, like. I, I could tell there was a difference there when you kind of start working for diamond. Um, where there was a different access level for the general person, um, which was refreshing. I think it was just, um, how to, you know, did, do you know the guys that run that site? Like, are you active with them a little bit more or?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you know, I, I still go there maybe not every day, but every other day or a few days. And, um, I know the guy who runs it. He's really nice. I know a lot of the people who post there, you know, pretty well. Um, I mean, I say pretty well, but I, I know their personalities. And I know what they're, what they're into and what they like and what they don't like. Um, and I've met a bunch of them. Uh, a lot of them live in the Midwest. So I meet them in, uh, at, at when we used to do, um, C2E2 in mm-hmm. Chicago. Um, and, uh, but I meet some in New York and I meet some in, um, in at San Diego and, uh, you know, you got to know them when you used to do when we used to do the uh, build a mini mate booth. There, we know I would know who would come. There's one kid um, who I would see all the time, and now he's grown up and he's he's an adult now. But um, over the past you know nine years, I've seen him you know grow up, and he's still into mini mates like he was you know nine years ago. Um, uh, but uh, and he posts a lot on the message boards, and you know the, that the mini mate multiverse is a pretty unique message board. It's a very well, at least among toys i think it's a very you know um close it's a very close-knit community they have i mean it's a big community but it's it's they are always trying to help each other and a lot of the members you know are, are friends and um you know they'll do get togethers at different shows and uh it's uh it's a really great uh, forum and that's why i um you know, I, I made an effort right off the bat. And also, it's dedicated entirely to one of our toy lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I made an effort to spend a lot of time there, you know, early on. And uh, and I still do. Um, you know, we don't release as many Minimates as we used to. Um, but I think that's going to change. We're going to be doing a lot more Minimates in the near future. So I expect to have a resurgence of visiting the sites um, in the near future, uh, hopefully. And uh, yeah. It's uh, it's, it's just a great community. I go to other message boards like uh foosh, um, statue forum. Um, I used to spend a lot of time on the star Trek forum, um, Trek toy, I think. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, the multiverse is just a really, really great community.
0: Yeah. I, I, yeah. you, <laughs> I have a problem. I have an addiction. It's called toys. Um, and usually, when I get introduced to a line, I kind of go overboard. And um, we got on the sample list, and I think you sent Laura Croft and um, Silent Bob. Uh, I sent Kevin Smith ones, and that kind of started my descent into mini mates. And um, I've got like two, like seventeen or sixteen gallon tubs downstairs that are all individually packaged and there was one point where I wasn't I didn't think I was going to get that many so I just kind of threw them into bags and I realized at a certain point I didn't know what I had because I was getting them so fast I found a comic shop here in Wallingford that basically had everything from the first series or before you kind of switch to the more detail oriented, like me uh, printing um, when they were a little more, there was less detail, at least on the faces. Um, they were a little f- um, flatter, I would say as far as detail went. Um, but there was like a shift around the incredible Hulk line. Um, and uh, he had them all and they were 10 bucks a pop and you can buy anything. Like it didn't matter. Like it didn't matter if they were highly sought after it didn't matter if they were one per case. So I cleaned them out. Like I bought, like one of everything um and then i found a shop in um uh putnam connecticut that also had an equal number and for like my 38th birthday we went up there we went for a road trip up up to putnam um and bought everything they had and then i cleared out the toy vault in waterford and bought everything they had um and then I realized I threw them all into a bag or all into a box and I had no idea what accessories went with what. So then I used that database, that website to kind of organize my collection and museum qual you know, museum kind of catalog everything I had and I, you know, organ and make sure the accessories went with the right character. And it took weeks. Um, But I, I do like that community. I lurk. I definitely lurk. I don't participate that much unless I have something to kind of share. Like if, like this I will share. Um, but, um, but I I enjoy watching the community or at least getting the news from there. I do visit it infrequently, but enough that I kind of, you know, if something new is coming out or I check it, they, I, I follow their Facebook page more,
1: um, because
0: people post a lot more on Facebook now.
1: Um, yeah, I haven't gotten, uh, I don't spend a lot of time on their Facebook pages. Um, you know, there's there's a bunch of Facebook pages I'm, I'm you know a, a member of, but I don't necessarily spend a lot of time there. Um, I think I'm a member of most of the multiverse groups, um, mini mate groups, including the multiverse home away from home. Um, uh, and there's some other ones too, uh, different action figure ones. But uh, yeah, I don't spend too much time there. I try not to spend a lot of personal time on Facebook, but um, I'm on our I'm on our webs our, our official Facebook a lot you know, responding to comments and fielding you know, messages and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, but in terms of my own Facebook stuff, personal Facebook stuff, I don't spend a lot of time there. So, um, I don't necessarily think to go to the pages that I subscribe to, Mm -hmm. um, uh, as often, but uh, I need to make a a greater effort to visit those places because they do, people do post a lot more, you know, you got to weed through the, um, people selling stuff posts, uh, sometimes, but, Mm -hmm. um, but uh, there's some good, you know, people sharing stuff, people finding stuff. Um, there's some good information there. Usually, it makes its way to the multiverse pretty quickly. But um, but uh, no, every now and then I'll go there and I'll comment on stuff. But it's um, or like stuff I like liking stuff a lot. But uh, um, yeah, you know, Facebook is um, it can be a little bit of a hole. You start go, you start scrolling down, and you don't know when to stop. You know, you keep going and going and going.
0: Yeah, no, it can get addicted. I mean, that the nice thing is, it's like when when the the home way from home um, f- uh, group will post that they found something. I usually can like count the days. I usually wait three days, and then there's like three stores in the New Haven area. Then I know if I go there for some reason, they get their stuff first. Like, so I usually just will like okay. The this happened with the Game Reverse Wave. They posted that the the new Game Reverse Mini Mates came out and within two or three days on my lunch break, I just went and I'm like, yeah, no, they're all there. And you know, it's easy just to scoop them up. So, um, so I, I, you know, I've, I've enjoyed, I've definitely benefited from being part of that. Um,
1: do you, um, do you think that it would be better if we were, um, we posted that, that sort of thing farther in advance, um, about that, things like that were coming. Um, or do you think it's, uh, it's, um, better to not post anything until they start popping up in stores
0: i think it uh see that's i think it's a double-edged sword i think it 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 helps um to know that it's coming because it's um like mini mate like you said mini mates has has gone down in the past few years as far as how many or or the differences the different types um so and i there's been a lot of disappointment as far as some of the sets that didn't get to come out because the minimum orders weren't reached, and i'm not talking about walgreens specifically but um i know that there were a couple sets that um we talked about at toy fair that just didn't have enough orders that that weren't going to come out i mean the turtles were one the classic turtle set i think really hit a lot of people hard um to not get so i i don't know if knowing in advance like if they're definitely slotted to come out i i think people would appreciate it um but I also know that like seeing him on the board, just seeing him out, I, it's there's part of me that thinks it's I know I'm flip flopping between everything. I think there's part of me that is really excited when you find a toy for the first time on the shelf and you have you didn't know it was coming. Um, and that that goes to seeing it on Facebook, like somebody posting, oh, my God, there's Gamerverse and I can't name how many Black Widow figures I have. mini mates I have. Um, I literally almost took my the seat front seat of my car out of my car a couple weeks ago. Cause I dropped one of her guns um, because I was too impatient to wait till I got home. So I opened them in the car and it flipped out of the package anyway. Um, so that's how, how passionate I am about them. I was going to take my car apart to find the one gun, even though I have like 20 of them. Um, but I still buy them. Like I was still excited to see them. Like there's very, you know, there's slight variations in them. Um, so I think, I think many fans are very passionate. So anytime you can surprise us or, or, or tell us things are coming, I think. I think would be a good thing. Um, the announcement of the um, of the animated X-Men was really exciting this week to actually see the, the two sets, what they were going to be and how they were going to look. Um, I think those have been on the list of a lot of people that, because uh, that that Gene Cyclops set that you guys put out years ago has definitely gone up in price. So seeing another chance to get it, I think excited a lot of people or re, research there was a resurgence and excitement for that. I think it's a very popular line. Um, yeah. Everybody
1: still loves the nineties X-Men uh, that, that love will never go away. Of You know, X-Men number one um, and all the looks that are in that, in that issue. Um, so yeah, I can see a lot of people were excited, you know, that that more of those were coming out, even if they were based on the cartoon, although it's probably because they were based on the cartoon. I mean, that's how many, so many people got into comics uh, not me personally. Um, but, uh, you know, I was already reading X-Men and was kind of disappointed that they were changing storylines and stuff. But, um, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I understand that it was a, it was a touchstone for a lot, a lot of people. So that's probably where all that love of the, uh, the Jim Lee X-Men comes from. Uh, you know, the widespread love. So, so I'm glad that people are excited about it. And, uh, I, You know, I um, I kind of hold hold off on showing off the Walgreens stuff for for a while. You know, because I don't want it to. I don't want people going to look for stuff that's not there. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I didn't show off the gamerverse until you know I knew for sure that it was in. Um, But uh, but yeah, I should show off more stuff in advance. Um, You know, especially the Walgreens stuff because once we commit to it, it's pretty pretty much a lock. Um, You know, the the specialty stuff it's tough because we solicit stuff about five to eight months in advance. And, um, you know, if something's not going to come out, we aren't going to know until we've shown it to everybody and gathered orders. And, um, and that's when we find out usually, but, uh, it's, uh, it's unfortunate. We're going to be, um, you know, we've, we've got a bunch of uh, on deck, a bunch of series on deck that we've shown off, but, uh, I know people are waiting for them and uh, we're moving forward on them. We just need to, uh, dot the I's and cross the t's.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, one of the websites, I think Luke's, Luke's mini mates, um, or Luke's toy store, uh, posted like official, uh, official or, or soft dates for the next wave, um, of mini mates with uh constrictor that wave, um, that we saw at toy fair, um, yeah. of, of early next year or mid next or, you know, winter time. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I, th- I think we, I think as mini mate fans, I think we're very passionate about what we like and they're easy. I think the ease of them is, is the nicest piece of it for me as a collector. Cause like going to target every day or going to Walmart every day or going to a lot of places every day um, for, for other lines from other companies gets really frustrating. And I think mini mates has always been the one line that doesn't feel frustrating. Like, even if I go to a bunch of wall, even though I know that a bunch like, any of the animated waves or, or any of the Walgreens waves that come out. Um, even if I'm going and looking for them, it's, it's a fun look because I know I'm going to get them at some point. Like you said, like if you're committed to Walgreens, they're going to come out eventually at some point. Um, so it doesn't feel like a, like um just like a slog. Like it doesn't feel like you're just like another one and another one and another one. It's, it's, it's refreshing because it's, they're, they're available. Um, and it's not because they're not selling because every store that I went to, at least around me that had the Gamerverse ones, um, sold, like they're not there anymore. Um, but it's, but I also know that, you know, they're fairly easy to get because there's actually, there's a lot of Walgreens here in Connecticut. There's a lot more than I think I realized. Um, like on the way to work, I think I can hit four without being late for work. Um, so, it's you know if i go another way i can hit another four so it's 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 one of those lines that's fun to collect and then also fun to go and
1: find um yeah i'm glad you have that experience because it seems like um i mean i guess connecticut is a pretty densely populated state um you know it's good there's a lot of walgreens near you and it seems like you you know you have walgreens to get things first but there's a lot some a lot of people who i don't know if it's the the state they live in or um or you know, the area they live in and they may they may have a ton of Walgreens that they'll go to. Um and they may have trouble finding stuff. There's some people who are still looking for, you know, a couple waves ago of many mates, um, which is, you know, unfortunate. Uh, you know, there's some they they never saw um mm-hmm. you know again. But um it's uh it's good to hear that at least some people have a good experience going to Walgreens because, you know, sometimes they're um you know it seems like their distribution um it, you know, favor some places over others, which is, uh, or they're just selling out faster at those places. I don't know. Maybe they're just disappearing quicker and that's why these people aren't finding them. Um, but, uh, but you know, hopefully, um, everybody's able to find everything they want, uh, you sooner rather than later.
0: Yeah. And I think they've been also pretty, um, uh, engaged in it. I mean, the, not this year, of course, but the previous years the toy buyers for walgreens have been in your panels um and i talked to them afterwards and they're you know they're like oh yeah no no let us know like what do you what do you find you know they know i write things or they know i post things and they're like let us know if you find anything or you know want to talk about it and they're they're pretty approachable um at least at the shows so that was always nice um and I don't know. It's just, it's a nicer toy hunt for lack of a, you know, for, for a way of saying it, it's a, it's a more fun, enjoyable kind of kind of line to collect um, because it's so much more
1: available. But whenever I find myself in a target, I'll always, you know, check out the toy aisle. whenever I find myself in Walmart, you know, I always check out the toy aisle. It's really the first place I go to after I get whatever it is I need. But Walgreens is a place where I don't go to, you know, for anything but toys I go there to look to look specifically for mini mates and see what they have and what's there and you know if I find something I'll try and share it on the message boards and say hey I found them in you know in Danbury Connecticut or uh, or Rockland County New York or whatever um but uh um but yeah no I definitely make a, a special trip for them and um you know, we we have a lot of stuff at walgreens not just mini mates we have the yeah the for christmas line we have avatar we have tron we have west world um, we're gonna have a lot more uh you're gonna see basic versions of the crow um um i think basic version of jack sparrow um so there will be there will be versions of those figures that have less stuff um like our normal thing in smaller packaging um at Walgreens coming
0: up. Yeah. I think somebody posted pictures of John wick and Bruce Lee too. I think those are, um, was it, I think it was Bruce Lee, um, like the single card one.
1: Oh, has it started to hit already? Yeah. 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 yeah those oh, two. Wow. Yeah.
0: I think John Wick's scheduled, right? I think I saw. pictures. Yeah. Of yeah. Them. I think, yeah.
1: I think they're doing a basic John wick. Yeah.
0: So I was like, oh, like that's really cool to see. I, I think I texted you at one point or sent you a message and said, my God, I walked into Walgreens and you've got like two thirds of the toy section or, you know, <laughs> like a third of the toy section. It was kind of insane to just see diamond, 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 like mini mates and all the, the selects um, at
1: the bottom. Yeah, we have a lot of the bottom shelf.
0: Yeah. Um, I know. I I, I tend to go down the mini mate hole. I definitely do because it's just one of my favorite lines to collect.
1: Um, no, I've, I mean, I get them, I get them for free, <laughs> but, uh, I've got a, I, I keep them, you know, I've got a bin and then I've got a, a set of like three drawers, uh, just full of stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, some boxes of, uh, of other stuff. Uh, sometimes I'll put them back in the packaging, uh, when I'm done with them, taking pictures or whatever, shooting videos and, and the bi- And So I've got boxes of, uh, still in package ones.
0: Um, so, what's it like for you guys, or personally, what's it like for you to kind of see the process of the toy um, being made, um, and then them not end up coming out? I always wonder what what the 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 people that work at the companies because, I mean, I'm sure that you've seen things that that the public hasn't seen, like it didn't even get far enough for it to be shown at Toy Fair, or shown at San Diego. Um, and knowing like it didn't get made and I'm not asking you to reveal any of those, but I'm just saying like, um, you know, from a perspective of going, oh, this would have been really cool or, or I would have liked to seen it go longer. Um, what's that kind of thing for you?
1: Yeah. I mean, we're always disappointed when something doesn't get the orders. Um, you know, uh, Bruce Lee four pack, unfortunately, um, the John Wick four pack, um, the Ninja Turtles was especially, you know, tough for us because we really thought it would do well at retail um, and we really thought fans would really embrace it and, and love it. Um, but uh, I guess um, uh, the retailers had trouble, you know, um, wrapping their heads around it or, or seeing it as something that um, that had a big following. So, um, so that was unfortunate. Um, you know, we even talked uh, after that about trying to find other ways to get it out there. Um, but, uh, uh, nothing, nothing, um, nothing has come of it so far, you know, I, um, I still, you know, bring it up every now and again. Um, but, uh, but, um, you know, hopefully it's something that, you know, we can revisit. I've seen, and I've seen other lines that, um, that were almost made or two packs and, and, uh, you know, not, it's, again, I still hold out hope for some of them, but, um, but uh it's it's always tough when um it's always sad when something doesn't come to fruition that you were really looking forward to i
0: yeah no i i'm still holding out hope for um for rizzo like like we got the electric mate we got the band we got the band (laughs) um i'm still holding out hope that at some point we'll get rizzo out um I
1: think no, was. that's one I definitely push for. I'd love to get Sam the Eagle out there. Yeah,
0: no, that was a that was a really nice pack, and it it really would have put a button on it for me. Like, I of course, if you guys continue to make Muppets, I would probably continue to buy Muppets. Um, but uh, but those two definitely were like a big big like thing for me to see. Like, wait for like, I probably could have. I would have rather seen them before they um before the band. But I can appreciate that this year's exclusive band set was was a really nice piece to put out.
1: You no, know, people really wanted us to finish the band. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we had to do the box set. Um, that was just the, the best way for us to do it. Uh, I know some people didn't want to rebuy them, but we gave Animal the new drum set. And um, I think we, I think the packaging alone added some value to it. So, um, so hopefully people, you know, it seems like a lot of people, it sold out, so people seem to really like it, which is great.
0: Um, so what's it been like for you this year to kind of not have... Um, the contact because it's like I I've, I've talked to a lot of people like I talked to Adam and Wickler over at General Giant and I talked to Dave Vonner and um a few other people kind of on deck that we're talking to and it's been I miss seeing everybody like Toy Fair seems like so far away like and the next one if it does happen seems even farther away um, but it's like I always found that San Diego and not as much for, for me, at least for New York, uh, comic con, um, was like, a a recharge to kind of see everybody and then see all the new product and get excited and geek out about stuff. So what's it been like for, for you this year, as far as not having all those touchstone moments, um, to kind of. Get, you know, uh, do panels and talk to fans and things, even though you're doing virtual panels or doing virtual reveals.
1: Yeah, you know, putting together the presentations has been the same for San Diego and New York. Um, We've done some retailer roundtables um, remotely. Um, Not getting to see how, what sort of stuff is, um, you know, I get to see what stuff is selling in the web store, which is great, but um, it's sort of an interesting um, on the spot um thing to see what sells at the conventions like what we have what we have up on the shelf what uh what people are buying you know what because i do a lot of restocking when we're when we're at the shows so you know when i see what sells out the quickest and um when i see what in the display case gets the most questions at the front desk um you know like when can i get that or when's that coming out um and uh yeah i definitely miss it um uh, but being able to do it from home is is nice too. Um, not getting to see everybody is 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 tough, you know. Um, not having to do um, the complete walk around every time, is, you know, is, is not that I book myself pretty solid at the San Diego or New York Comic Con because everybody can just shoot whatever they want anyway, uh, as opposed to Toy Fair where I have to walk them through. But um, you know, uh, doing the interviews is always fun there um but uh, luckily people have booked, you know interviews with me um on zoom and stuff which is great you know um i've talked to drop some names i've talked to pixel dan um uh, i haven't been able to do something remotely with uh, shardmas prime who usually comes by and does an interview um but uh, uh you know there's a lot of people who you know who are regulars you know at the different shows you know they they try they, they they, you know, travel to a lot of different shows and, um, you know, so there are, they are always an interview that I do. Um, but, uh, you know, so it's nice to be able to do them remotely. And it's great to be able to do this with you because, you know, um, you and I have gotten to, you know, be friends over the years you know, at New York toy fair and New York comic con. Um, and, uh, you get out to San Diego too. Have you, uh, yeah,
0: every year, every,
1: every year I see you there. Um, yeah. All, they all blend yeah. together after a while. So I know.
0: Yeah. I got yelled. I got yelled at one year. Cause I was live. not yelled at, but Chuck was like, are you live streaming this? Are you really? Cause I, it was a mini mate panel. So I was live streaming the mini panel and he just looked down at me. And he was like, are you really live streaming this? And I go, yep. He's like, okay. <laughs> He's like, I guess I got to be careful what I say. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I San Diego for me, San Diego has always been more worth it. Um, as far as it sounds really weird because it's like I travel 3000 miles, like hotel and everything. But as far as like coverage for me or interviews and things, there's a lot more access in, in San Diego. Um, a lot more companies are doing interviews. A lot more companies are showing things off. There's a lot more space, even though it's always seems very packed. Um, for me to do work, but for me new york comic con has always been the one that kind of I go into the city for a day and do everything um and then it it's over like I think last year, I literally only went on the floor to shoot the diamond booth um and that was it because i you know Neco wasn't doing interviews, mesco wasn't doing interviews. Um, I did an offsite Hasbro thing. So it was like, I went in for the offsite Hasbro and then I said, all right, I have a badge. I might as well go to the floor. And I think me and DJ stopped and talked to you for about 20 minutes or half an hour. And then I went home and that was my New York comic con last year. So, um, Mm -hmm. it's, I, I miss that because it's, I miss it. I miss, they've always been recharge recharging moments for me of like why I do this because a lot of stuff I do feels like it's in a vacuum. I do the podcast with the person and we have, usually have a good time doing it. Um, but then I don't, I don't talk to fans as much. Like we, there's not a lot of interaction. Like I don't run a message board. I don't do any of that. So I get a little interaction here and there, but being out at the shows and geeking out about stuff in a booth or watching people get excited at booths about things. Um, it recharges my battery and keeps me going for like the next six months. Um, So I miss it. I'd certainly miss it. Um, so yeah, so we talked a lot about mini mates. I think the statue lines that you guys have been doing have been amazing, um, for a lot of different reasons. Um, I think they, they continue something that, that comic book shops don't always kind of, uh, embrace. And I think like GameStop and and a lot of other places have that, um, So I think it's, it's, it's been fun to kind of watch those statues. Like that doom bust is, is one of the most amazing pieces of art I've seen. Um, So.
1: Yeah, thank you. Uh, Yeah. When I first saw that, I was like, wow, that's a great piece. Um, And, uh, you know, we haven't been doing a ton of Marvel, realistic Marvel busts. You know, we've kicked off the animated line, but um, in terms of realistic comic style, busts. We haven't really been doing a lot of them, but we want to start doing a lot more, uh, and that's that's one of the first ones that we're offering. Um, so hopefully, that's um, that's a nice gateway for people to get back into the diamond bust business, um, at least the comic style busts. The animated stuff has been getting a lot a great response. The animated style '90s cartoon X-Men. Again, that '90s X-Men that love that people have, and now we're starting up the '90s Spider-Man cartoon stuff. Um, which, again, a lot of people are, are you know, excited about. Um, you know, they'll have characters they want, and hopefully we get to everybody. But, uh, um, yeah, the the statues in terms of the gallery, I love our gallery line. You know, I think um, the PVC and the low price point, um, I think they you know, they, they get some really great pieces for not a lot of money, um, which is nice. And uh, they don't break as easily, which is also nice. Um, and, uh, yeah, but the bigger resin too is really beautiful. I mean, I don't, I don't, um, get those in for photography as often as I do the, uh, the galleries, but, um, but, uh, we, you know, we've put out some really nice resin pieces as well. Um, not just for Marvel either for, uh, Bruce Lee. Um, and now that we're doing general, now that we have general giant, you know, a lot of the star Wars stuff we're doing, we're. You no, know, they're trying to make it a lot more dynamic and uh, I think they're they're doing a great job with that.
0: Yeah, that was a big piece last year at San Diego. Like that was a really big like moment of like seeing the statues and kinda of seeing you guys um working on Star Wars. It's been it's been a lot of fun kind of seeing those different things come out and I think I think the other piece is it's the access to the I think the price points have always been good. I think the access to them has also been a real, um, uh, selling point for me. Um, I constantly get people going. I have one friend that asks me every time that I see every time I take pictures or every time I show off something that you guys have done, I always get the message going, well, when are these coming out? I have one friend that texts me every time he goes, do you have that right now? Can I get that right now? Can I come see it? Or can you get me one? And I'm like, just yeah it's not coming out for six months but yeah like it's um because they're they're really nice um they're accessible because i remember i remember when the statue lines started um i still have i just took out one it was like a porcelain bisque um silver surfer and my my punisher from like 1991 i don't remember what company made them but there's like five statues that they had done and I remember them being very delicate, um, being very hard to find and um, like the other option. And I can't remember the name of the company that did like these giant statues, but they were really, really, they were like three, $400. Um, and it, it wasn't an accessible thing to be able to do. Like it was either you got these things that sort of looked like the characters but not really um, or you paid like a mint to get them and and having that kind of equalize in the middle somewhere and the durability and and the price point and, and the availability I think is is one of those things that kind of keep people um, excited about them so
1: yeah no the um, gamestop we had a lot of pieces at gamestop for a while and, and most of those were a lot of those were exclusive to them. Um, they had a pretty great exclusive program for a little while there. Um, and, uh, we just announced our first gallery diorama for the Disney store. Um, which is really cool that they're, um, offering Marvel, Marvel galleries. Now it's a, it's a, a Spider-Man far from home piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think we're going to see it in, um, we're going to see galleries in, um, in even bigger retailers in the near future. So, um, I, I, you don't want to say anything right now, but, um, but we'll, uh, a really cool piece is coming to a big, major big box retailer. So, um, that'll be cool to get, to get gallery, the gallery dioramas to get that kind of exposure, um, you know, on a national level. Uh, so that's great.
0: Um, so New York, we're recording this during what is this year's New York comic con, um, do you want to talk about any of the reveals that you guys had um, or any of the bigger things?
1: Sure. Sure. We, um, we revealed, uh, our new Batman animated style bust, um, which, you know, we've done Batman before, but this is a new one, uh, very dynamic with a batarang. Um, and we're bringing back, um, a lot of our, uh, uh, rogues gallery busts, um, which were, um, you know, editions of 3000, I mean, we didn't do the full edition. We did part of the edition, um, but they've become very hard to find over the years. Uh, so we're going back and we're finishing the runs or at least continuing the runs on some of them, um, some of the more uh, in-demand ones. Um, so it was, that's why we wanted to get a new Batman out there at the same time. Um, we showed off uh, our premier collection, Logan um, based on the Logan movie. Um, we had it at New York toy fair, but we weren't allowed photography of it, but we're finally offering it to retailers.
0: Yeah. Check. Y'all. Uh,
1: <laughs> I had him there facing backwards. I figured that would be okay. But, uh, um, but, uh, yeah, I probably got in trouble for that. Um, uh, we're going to be, um, we're showing off our, um, Buffy, the vampire slayer gallery, our first gallery for mm. Buffy, the vampire slayer. Um, it's a really cool piece of herd uh, dusting of vamp, like with a stake. um, very dynamic, uh, again, which is something they do a lot for the galleries. They so make them, they make, they really are, do a great job of conveying action. Um, and, uh, we're showing off a new Marvel select, uh, the human torch, um, which is, um, uh, you know, a long time request. People have always, always asked us to finish the fantastic four. Now, I don't know, you know, if, and when we'll finish it, but, um, but the Human Torch is the first step in, in you know, giving the thing some, some figures to play with. Uh, we just reissued the thing, too, which is um, good timing. Um, we showed off a couple new Star Wars busts. Um, we've shown in-progress work of uh, Dr. Afra, But we have, um, you know, we have the final painted images now. And um, all these will be offered uh, on the 23rd um, when the new previews come out. So you, you'll be able to pre-order all of these. Um, we're showing off a couple of new legends in three dimensions, half scale busts, uh, wonder woman, uh, from the from justice league, mm-hmm. the animated style, uh, wonder woman, um, and, uh, carnage from Marvel comics, um, which is a really, really dynamic piece. We did a venom venom was like the second Marvel piece we did, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, the carnage is really crazy looking, uh, really great piece. Oh, and the other star Wars bust that I failed to mention was, um, continuing our animated style line um, where we did Anakin and we did Obi-Wan and we've shown off a uh, Darth Maul and a Grand Admiral Thrawn but uh, one we haven't shown off is Ahsoka Tano um, who is a very popular character uh, a lot of people are always asking for new Ahsoka product so uh, we have an animated style based on the Clone Wars 1 scale bust that's coming out
0: nice <laughs> uh, I'm missing all that stuff in the case I really do I can't wait to see them Um, so thank you so much, um, for taking time out of your schedule. I know it's later in the night, you know, um, I know you have kids and fitting all this in. So I really appreciate you making time, um, and having you on the show. Um, and we'll post, uh, we'll post, uh, the video. I think you guys did a a video, um, of, of a lot of the reveals and, and we'll have pictures in the post and everything talking about it. So, um, where, where can people find uh diamond on the internet um so you know find on the internet on uh instagram and and facebook and all that
1: um we're collect dst on instagram and twitter um uh i believe we're, we're general giant ltd um on twitter and instagram um facebook uh, we're diamond select toys all one word and um uh general giant limited with some um some underscores in there uh but if you do a search it'll pop up um and uh and you can go to diamond select com for our blog and shop that toys for our store and uh and um general giant for for all the star wars stuff
0: and ask questions because you guys do the ask diamond too right
1: yeah, yeah. And, and i respond to all comments on our um on our facebook page and on our twitter account um i'm always going through the twitter responses and stuff like that um so if you have questions, you can ask them there. Uh, you can send us messages. Uh, I always read all the mail for Facebook and Twitter and, um, and even Instagram. Uh, I try to check the mail every now and again. So, yeah, any questions you got, uh, feel free to send them along, and I'll do my best to answer them.
0: Cool. Thank you so much, Zach. I really appreciate you taking the time.
1: No, thank you for inviting me on. Always, it's great to see you, too. Good to see you, too.
0: This podcast was brought to you by Jackson Studios. Jax!